a weekly recap of all things gay gathered around from the news today a panel of hosts from the podosphere the gayest new show you'll ever hear this week in gay this week in gay welcome to another this week in gay this week in gay hope you brought your mother this week in gay in gay welcome to another this week in gay this week in gay hope you brought your mother this week in gay a weekly recap of all things gay gathered around from the news today a panel of hosts from the podosphere the gayest new show you'll ever hear this week in gay, this week, a weekly recap of all things gay, gathered around from the news today, a panel of hosts from the Podosphere, the gayest new show you'll ever hear, this week in gay, this week Once again, are my super friends, and in no particular order, we have from the PodCubs podcast, please welcome back everybody, Romo. Hello. Hello, sir. How are you? Doing good. How about you, sir? I can't complain. All right. And in the center square, which is funny <laughs> enough as it is, it's my cohort, the guy who helps me run this darn ship. It's the Seder, Seder Guy, thingy, majiggy, person, spear, guy. Awesome, monomy. And just next to him, dashing, just sprouts, sprouts. Through the snow. I'm sorry, say that one more time. Dashing through the snow. No, not dashing through the snow, but dashing with a new picture. It is from Mr. Uh, Q Sledge himself, Mr. Larry Queen. Yes, dashing through the snow in a wide open gay. (laughs) Gay. And the you one guy, the one guy, you to, can't put that homo back in the closet, can you? <laughs> and the one guy to bring us some serenity and peace. It's our favorite father, or I'm sorry, not father. It's our favorite brother, Mr. Brother Sinatus. Good evening, Hello, Brother Sinatus. Good evening. All right, so someone's got a daddy fetish. So on to, <laughs> on to the stories we go. And Sater, why don't you kick it away? 700,000 celebrate Rio de Janeiro Pride! Woo! 
An estimated 700,000 people joined Brazil's Rio de Janeiro Pride on Sunday. Revelers with rainbow flags and fancy dress costumes congregated at Copacabana Beach and to call for stronger laws against homophobias. Organizers had hoped that 1.5 million people would join the festivities, but police said 700,000 attended. Sunday's event was the 16th Rio de Janeiro. Brazil is home to the world's largest LGBT celebration, San Paulo Pride, which draws about 3 million guests. Homosexuality is legal in Brazil, and the country outlawed discrimination based on sexual orientation in 1988. 88, bitches. Gay rights campaigners are pushing for full marriage equality and an end to anti-LGBT violence. All right. Well, I guess that's the place to go if you want to party. I never knew Copacabana was down there. At the Copa. Copa Cabana. <laughs> her name was Lola. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. She was a showgirl with yellow ribbons in her hair and a dress cut down to there. Yeah. And her something about nothing. Mary, who knows where. Her, her boob is. Her boobs are now down to there. <laughs> She's so old. No, she lost her Tony and she lost her mind. <laughs> Sater, I'm so impressed that you know the words to that song. So I love that song. It's one of my favorite songs. I know, I songs. know. It's, it's, <laughs> you, 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 can't get, you can't get tired of Copacabana. Whenever I do karaoke, I almost always do it. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be Just a cup of, cup of bananas. See, the, yeah, the with problem is that somebody, mix. somebody yeah. would take that song and dirtize it, you know, being cup of, cup of, you know, how dare you? Yeah, I, I, oh, sweetheart, I can mess up anything. So it, well, it, take, it takes talent to do that. Hey, David, that Blue Jeans guy is joining us. Hi. Hi, David. Hi, David. David, oh, are you God. there? Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? The, the, the running, running, of course. The, of course. The running, can you the hear running, me now? The, yes. The, yes. The running thing. The running thing. Echo. 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 What? 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 David, what, what, what? we have echo from you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. There you go. All right. There, he turned off the stream. Shut you. up long enough for me to talk. <laughs> Just saying. All right. On to the next story, Mr. Larry, if you would please. Oh, very well. Just one moment for me to get the appropriate information up. Stand on by screen. while we have a sip of our green teas. Yes. Today, the Supreme Court declined to hear an appeal for a lower court's ruling that adoptive gay parents may not both be listed as a child's amended birth certificate. Be listed and okay, that's definitely a misspelling. <clears throat> the justice rejected. Larry, don't have, you don't have to point out their folly. <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, no, because people just assume I'm stumbling over my own voice, and I want to make sure that they understand that I'm trying to do this as best I can. <laughs> Stop breathing in the damn mic. The justice rejected the California couple's appeal Tuesday without comment. The couple claims that the Louisiana, that Louisiana, where the child was born, has an unconstitutional policy against adoption by unmarried partners. The state used the policy to justify naming only one of them in an uh, amended birth certificate. The men, Oren Adar and Mikey Ray Smith, argue gay couples have a due process right to be listed on such certificates as joint custodial parents. The federal court appeals court ruled against a couple earlier this year. Some civil rights groups had urged the high court to review, saying that the case would have broader implications in the current legal fight in state and federal courts over same-sex marriage and whether states 
and Washington, D.C. Other states and Washington must honor legal rights that the gay and lesbians enjoy in other states. And today's inaction may not bode well for future rulings about the portability of gay unions. I have a problem with that. Okay. Just a small problem. Go ahead. Because the birth certificates are a certificate of naturalized births. So they list the natural birth parents and the death parent and the natural birth parents. So I don't think they should be altered because of the fact that they are the birth parents. You know, and I well, think you know, in the case of adoption, the adoption records or the 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 adoption papers are enough. Well, I think or should be enough. But I think it's going here is though Louisiana permits the custodial parents to be put on the birth certificate when it's a straight couple. So that's what the question is. You know, if there's a gay couple, why can't both of them be put on it? Good for the mm. Well, what do you want? I mean, what, what, I, I wouldn't want that document altered at all. I, I uh, just don't think it should be. I would agree with that. Yeah, would you want that, some other document indicating these are my parents now, but these are the people that where the sperm and the egg came from? I would agree. Yeah, most people would want to know. Eventually, they wind up wanting to ask that question anyways, but yet they spend their entire lives hiding that from the fucking kids. That's what the me? adoption. That's what the hey, adoption Joe, papers we state. I, we are legal custodians of this child. So all decisions made as far as the child goes are in our hands. Birth certificates should never be altered, period. Yay, Joey! <laughs> <laughs> yes, think, think, of, think of how much trouble Obama's gone through with just his. So. Know, well, they right? just shouldn't be because that's a document. That's the original document. There's no before document. That's it. That's the original. If things change throughout that time. That's fine. Or if there's only one parent on there because the mother has no clue who the father is, sorry, you're not what? the birth parents. The she, those are that's all genetics and genetics. That that's what we're tracking there. Well, hold on. Sometimes it's not even genetic. <laughs> you can put a, <laughs> you can put Joe Blow from the street. <laughs> you know what? You can. It's um, that's harder to do nowadays because of DNA. DNA has changed the world, and yeah, that's harder to do because the male can turn around and say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm contesting not my baby. this." Where years later, they would just have to, years past, they just had to pay, um, you know, they just had to pay. DNA has also brought us multiple episodes of Jerry Springer, so. Uh, no, no, um, that's uh, Maury Povich. Oh, sorry, Maury Povich. <laughs> Don't you are not Jerry. the baby daddy. So, All of them. So some other great TV douchebag, but anyhow, all right, so we, I guess we all agree, so I guess we can move on to the next story. Yes. I just want to say I'm I'm totally amused at how the Supreme Court's acronym is almost like scrotum. I just want to say that. <laughs> oh, is that what Supreme Court of Tennessee U.S.? Of the United States. Oh, United States. Okay. I wasn't sure what the hell that was. So, Mike Scotus? What the hell is Scotus? So, all right. Um, I'm giving the next story random. I think I'm even more. What? What, David? Hello, David. I think I'm even more offended than the, than I was when you said you didn't. I think I'm even more offended than I was when you said you didn't know who Twiggy was. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what did I know? What was on the pre-show that I, I didn't know? You didn't know who Jamil Twiggy Shemizel. was. No, before that, it was something else I wasn't aware of. The uh, Laverne and Shirley. Little what? Black Sabbath. Oh. Yeah, Black Sabbath. Do we even have time to start that list? <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I grew up with Transformers, Anthony. and that's it. So. so did I. 
So I was very, I was very well. Well, so did I, but you know, I kind of broadened myself out just a little bit. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to broaden myself out, so I, I, I had to cut grass to stay, to stay lean. So. I'm not going to touch that. That was a bad joke. joke. Crickets, 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 crickets. Okay, not every joke's going to be top quality. (laughs) Next story. uh... Most of every joke's not going to be top quality. (laughs) Next story, Joey. Please. Save I don't me. have the I don't have the link, love. Can All right, then, the brother, brother, yeah, why Prop this? Eight repeal fight may go forward, as Equity uh, California is mired by internal turmoil and the loss of its second executive director in seven months. They got problems. Another LGBT rights group says they are moving forward with plans to place a repeal of Prop Eight on California's 2012 ballot. Uh, Rex Wachner reports love honor cherish will submit language to the california attorney generals by friday for a ballot measure to overturn prop 8 the attorney general will write a uh, petition title and summaries and then uh, lhc can collect voter signatures for 150 days the group would need to collect valid signatures from 807,615 registered California voters. Why is it 807? Why is such a weird... Well, the, well it's probably they got to collect... I mean, that's the population, and they got to collect so many... Bo- or Probably 10% of the population. Yeah, yeah, say, but, is it a, a percentage? Per register, per, per so everybody with a SAG card. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. The initiative would amend the California Constitution to delete or overturn Prop 8 via which voters amended the Constitution in 2008 to reban same-sex marriage. The Los Angeles-based organization reach, outreach director uh, Lester Apatol said October 11th that uh, LHC already has launched efforts to build a statewide campaign structure. That's going to be expensive. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, but California is like I think it's the world's seventh largest economy. So there's money why, there. Number I don't one, know we why need... they keep doing it a presidential election year because that's just it doesn't work out. If they do it on an hold off year when everybody else tries to sneak shit in, I think it's smarter. I would hold, hold on. Basically, doing this will will undercut a lot. So I think there should be stay the course with the where they are right now. Don't even touch the ballots again right now. Just let the courts work this out. There has to, you know, they need to be unified on this because if it goes, if it, if if it keeps this momentum and it keeps going to the court system, eventually it will allow everybody. But if they keep going like this, I mean, if they find flaws enough to get it that far up, then yeah, it's what's going to do is undercut all these other sta- states like Georgia. There's yeah, no but, way Georgia's going to allow gay marriage. So yeah, but you we have, have to, to let wait the for state somebody decide else. It. You have yeah, to that, let the state that's decide. That's why I it. Let, let the government let let the no, court no. decide. No, no, not the court. You have to let the state decide it because the issue that we're getting the flack in New York is just because New York did it doesn't mean the rest of us need to do it. The states individually, it makes the people feel they have more power if it's their state who who does the referendum. And to be honest with you, I don't know which way the court's going to go. So I would rather cross our T's and dot our I's and show them that there's still this contingent who's fighting for it. You cannot rely on the federal government to change everything over because that could be uh, wait, way too long. Wait. Um, who 
change things over with the right to marry between blacks and whites? Anyone? The Supreme Court had to. Thank you very much. Yeah. I That's agree why with you I say there. hold the I... course. Hold yes, the course. Except- let the course decide, because ultimately, that's where it's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's what ultimately. It's where it's gonna end up anyway. The Just argument that always go. exists. The argument that will always exist are these two factors. Number one, you don't choose to be black, and there are people who still believe you choose to be gay. True. You may not believe that, but there are people who do believe that. But that's the other thing is, it. they will say fundamentally, it's still a man and a woman, which is an institution that has been going on since the beginning of Adam and Lilith. So I don't say Adam and Eve, because it goes all the way back, and they'll say that has never changed. This is a major different change. Well, first of all, Adam and Eve never existed. But and second of all, you need intelligent people who actually understand science and logic and reasoning to actually make these decisions, not a state full of idiots who believe in some imaginary story of a man. It's yeah. very re- Anthony. You. It's very recent that the uh, psychological that that what is it the United the United U.S. psychological or whatever the hell it is just recently. And yes, when you think it's in my lifetime, it's recent. Has declared that being gay is not a psychological disease. That is recent. So you can't expect shit to turn over overnight. I, I'm sorry. You need to see that the people are fighting for it because that also makes the Supreme Court say, okay, this is going on. Because the Supreme Court does not want to wave their magic wand and make a decision that changes the country. They don't want to do that. They're avoiding that at all costs. No, but, but also back in, you know, once again, it took them a while to get the, uh, uh, the laws passed for... Uh, blacks and whites to marry and whatnot. I mean, Sodomy laws. It, yeah, it, it will take Sodomy some laws. time. I mean, but it can happen in our lifetime if we all are proactive and don't sit on our hands and whatnot. So I mean, I know because I, I feel that if they uh, do the referendum and they stop, then whoever's fighting in the court systems will abandon case. Yeah, and therefore, you know, like again, as I say, we here in Georgia, it's not going to happen for us. So we need something to happen. On a, on a larger scale. As I've said before, what ultimately is going to make the federal government rule is because of states like New York and Massachusetts who will turn around and say, I, have t- I always use this example, I have two lesbians working at a post office. They can't get the same federal benefits and their federal employees as this straight couple. And ultimately, that's going to be what finally makes them say, okay, this is discrimination. It's because somebody who works for the government is getting something that another group in the government is not getting and that's where they're finally going to say this is where discrimination lies. Who's working on pots and pans in the back there? Sorry, that's here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any other thoughts before we move on to the, ne- to the next story? All right. Moving on to the next story. Uh, okay. Who? Eeny, meeny, money. You know what, Joey? I'm going to give it to you. Since- Joey's the mo. <laughs> <laughs> I just logged in. Oh, jeez. Well, no, should... no, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Speaking of judges. Without a, without a single vote from any Republican, today the U.S. Senate narrowly approved the nomination of Allison Nathan to the federal bench. Nathan, an out lesbian, will be the second out lesbian federal judge with lifetime tenure in the country, joining the U.S. District Court Judge Deborah Batts on the bench of the Southern District of New York. Shocking. White House spokesman Shin uh, somebody praised the Senate action <laughs> writing, uh, sure, 
The president welcomes the confirmation of Allison Nathan. She will serve the American people well from the district court bench. Five members of the Democrat caucus did not vote for Nathan's nomination, and no Republicans voted for it. Less than three months ago, U.S. District Court Judge J. Paul Oaken was confirmed with the support of 28 Republicans, in which they spelled his name differently this time. Oatkin also sits on the Southern District of New York bench and currently is the only out gay male judge serving with one of the lifetime tenure positions on the federal judiciary. Uh, GOP Senator Jeff Sessions spoke against Nathan's confirmation, saying she would only be an activist judge who would be more likely to follow the laws of of foreign countries, which is so interesting because all the foreign (laughs) countries I can think of aren't exactly like jumping out to help out the gays. And in the same sense, I remember when Sandra Day O'Connor was said she'd be an activist judge. Ah. Because she was a woman. And then also, you know, the Jews, blacks, uh, they've all served on the Supreme Court, you know, and they were activist judges. Well, you got to remember, activism is in the eye of the beholder. Activism we is... We all have I, things we feel strongly about, so... Yeah. You know, it, yeah, Scalia it, 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 is an activist judge that. in my eyes. You should yeah, power for good, not for evil. <laughs> mostly because Scalia is always activatingly eating a sandwich. Sorry, I'm trying, folks. I'm trying, I'm trying to make this stuff funny because sometimes. So he is a smart guy. I mean, I I don't like his politics, but he is a very smart guy. I mean, he's very intelligent. He just sees things he's differently than the evil. rest of us. <laughs> Some of the worst villains are intelligent, and they're evil. <laughs> I mean, it's quite possible. <laughs> so I yeah and yeah. So congratulations to uh, to her. Um, we'll. We'll obviously be watching her and see if she does well. All right, so... so yeah, we she, won't. We're never going to talk about her again. Yeah, I know. No, I'm just... I'm just what am yeah, I kidding? All right, so... Uh, well, I can't give this to you now because you, you, you read the last story, Mr. Neen. See, you should plan ahead. Yeah, so, you know what? I think that, that's what I'm going to do. For the next show, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put down... Well, see, I don't know who's going to join the show to last minute, so we'll have to figure that out beforehand. Remind me that, Seder. Next show. You will. I will. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, d- 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 Mr. Blue Jeans guy, how about you tell us about uh, donations for pro-gay senators? Okay. Uh, Dateline, New York. Donations flood in for pro-gay state Senate Republicans. While NOM erects sinister, you're next, billboards, big money is flowing into the campaigns of the four GOP New York state senators who voted to legalize same-sex marriage. As the state legislature this year debated the legalization of same-sex marriage, a group of wealthy financiers who support both gay rights and Republican causes, okay, offered a reassurance to Republican to Republican lawmakers. Stand with us now, and we will stand with you later. This week, the four Republican state senators who provided the decisive votes to pass the marriage bill are to get a big financial boost from those donors, including Mayor Michael R. Bloomberg, a fundraiser plan for Thursday night in Manhattan is expected to raise about $1.25 million to help finance their re-election bids next year. A spokesman for NOM dismissed the financial support for the four senators, adding, the people of New York will not forget what these senators did. <laughs> <laughs> the senators' laugh just had to go on the end there. I'm sorry. Additional um, commentary provided by that Blue Jeans guy. Yeah, 
I, you know, yay for the for the guys. I gotta say, yay for them uh, voting to legalize same sex marriage. Um, and but. I, well, I, first of all, it's kind of like um, both gay rights and Republican causes. Um, I'm not sure, you know, what exactly, how at some point this could come back and bite us in the rear end is all I'm thinking. Yeah, but uh, uh, as somebody who tends sometimes to lean a little Republican and who is a a Democrat, no, 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 I will be very honest. Socially, I am a Democrat. I'm a liberal socially. Fiscally, I'm a Republican, and I have no problem saying that, and, and I stand by that. And I'll be honest, one of these senators you're speaking of, Senator Grisante, is very much the same way. And I think the reality is, for us, I think that's a good sign to show that the gay community is saying, look, we're willing to cross the aisle when people are willing to cross the aisle for us. And the reality is, we're never going to win this if it's always us against them. So I think this is a beautiful thing. And I'm not, I'm not knocking that. I mean, I'm I'm glad that, you know, we had some people who did cross the line and everything. It's just, it, it seems like anytime we get behind a Republican, at some point we're going to get bitten in the ass and not in a good way either. I smell a rat. Well, true, but we could not have done at all what we did without them. It would not have happened. And this would have just been another one of those defeated ballot measures. So I'm sorry. I give them credit. They did something that could make them lose everything. Yeah. So I, I, I stand by them a hundred percent. Okay. I, I said, I'm, I'm happy with them. It's just, I don't know. And I'll tell you the person, he just replaced, um, a, a long, a long serving Senator who people fucking hated. And I hated that Senator too, cause it was my district, but I voted for that other Democrat Senator because that Democrat Senator, when the first time the gay marriage bill came up, voted pro marriage equality. Even though I didn't like him, he voted for my issue. And I did not originally vote for Grisanti because Grisanti originally said that he is um, unalterably opposed against uh, marriage equality. But instead, he did exactly what politicians are supposed to do. They're supposed to get the issues in front of them, analyze it. And him, even as a Catholic, turned around and came to an epiphany saying, I've met all these people. Why do I have more rights with my wife than they have? And that, to me, I don't give a shit if there's an R behind his name, a D, an I, a G. He, he did what you're supposed to do and what this government fundamentally is supposed to do. Right. So I'm stand by yeah. him 100%. Right. All right. So, okay. And, any other thoughts from the floor? No. Oh, nope. Oh, geez, you guys are too too uh, complacent this week. Because Joey's on, he scares the rest <laughs> of us. <laughs> Joey's no, I mean, I don't, I don't see a problem with it. I mean, because I, I sometimes gray the party lines as well. I mean, I'm gonna go for who you know who's gonna scratch my back, and you know, again, I want to. And first of all, I want to know who's best for the job. So if I happen to vote Republican, I just happen to vote Republican. So I, I will probably vote in the primaries Republican simply because Ron Paul, I think, is the only one who's not batshit crazy out of all the candidates. Oh, which is funny because I think he's a fucking lunatic. No, you gotta listen to him carefully, Joey. But I do. He... <laughs> yeah, but you're a lunatic too, Joey, so what does that say? <laughs> I think if we took a survey right now, I might come out a lot better than you. A survey of what? Nothing. Go on. All right. Move. All right the well, only thing I can say about this, the last time I voted Republican, I voted for Nixon. Ooh. So I'm still trying to live that one down. Ooh. Ooh. I supported Dole. 
Oh, for Bob, Bob Dole that. Game. <laughs> Even I can't say that. I'm not proud of it. Well, I vote for Obama, and I'm not proud of it either. But then yet, I don't think voting does anything, and then we're run by the corporations. But that's a whole other story. Anyhow, on to heterosexual guys who like Glee. Let's watch this funny video. Everybody, open your web browser to the following link, and let me know when you're ready. Ready? Ready. Ready. Hang on. Don't forget to count us down this time. I will. Oh, wait, yeah, I do have it. There we go. Right there. All right. Is everybody ready? And ready. Three, two, one. Play. You know, sometimes it ain't easy being a man. I mean, like, there's all this pressure. But you know what? I'm like, forget that. I'm watching Glee. Haha, <laughs> yes! We watching Glee, baby! Yo, what up, Leah Michelle? I see you, girl, Chris Cole. get at me, baby. Hey, Matt Morrison, you play a good ass teacher, dude. Heterosexual guys are like me. Heterosexual guys are like me We don't really care what society thinks I swear we're not gay, but we like Glee Now Glee is a show, we ain't supposed to like it But after that first episode, man, we couldn't hide it We saw Santana looking fine as ever We saw Rachel Berry looking good in a sweater We used to be scared, watching our show alone Worrying about what people think if they'd ever known But now we out of hiding, and it feels great We watch Glee, motherfuckers, and I swear we're straight Hanging out late with my best homie Just broke up with his girlfriend, feeling kinda lonely <laughs> So we drank some wine, and we watched some Glee and we held hands strictly platonically We hang out every day And sometimes we kiss But it's not gay He likes to watch me piss Cause we're best friends And that's what best friends do And sometimes we take showers together That's not weird Heterosexual guys are like me too Heterosexual guys are like me We don't really care what society thinks I swear we're not gay but we like Lee we move in together, got our own place, and we share a bed, cause it's safe space, and sometimes we cuddle, cause it keeps us warm, but we're not gay, we just like Glee, if we could get married, we probably would, but just as a joke, because we're so ironic, cause we're best friends, and we watch Glee, and sometimes we kiss each other, on the dick dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Do you want to come over to my house tonight and watch Glee? What'd you say to me, shithead? No, nothing. I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> he noticed me. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, 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 and I'm still lagging behind you guys. I'm horribly indifferent to this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. It's kind of funny, but at the same time, it's like, okay, what's the message? Well, the thing is, it's kind of like, I, I, oh, God. I, I feel like it's <laughs> making fun of homosexuals or, or making fun of people watching Glee more than it is saying, like, hey, straight guys, watch it. No, it's saying we're really closeted homosexuals. And yeah, that, anybody that, who watches Glee is a closeted homosexual. So or, think, a, or a woman. It's true. But it's true. No, it's not. <laughs> no. How many straight guys do you know that watch Glee? Musical theater people. How many straight <laughs> guys do you know that watch Glee? <laughs> I think it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek way of making fun of people, making fun of gays. <laughs> and it maybe is. I'm right. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess the question is: is if I guess if we're all in on it, then it's okay. Excuse me, I gotta go burn a Jew. <laughs> but it's showing you how stupid homophobes are as well i guess Mm. you know it's probably one of those things where they had a great idea and the execution didn't come off totally no the execution's perfect i just don't think the idea is what we all think the idea is okay yeah Well, thank you, Larry. I can tell the voice of reason is there with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still on the kind of kind of on the fence about it. But the thing is, they needed to have it either go a little bit longer or have a little bit shorter and end without him waking up in class. That is the deciding factor for me. Because if they'd ended it where they it was, they just ended it anyways. Let's move on to the next fucking story. <laughs> next story. <laughs> Hurry. All right, somebody read it. I reached through the microphone. Larry, and you it. read it. Oh, shit. Hang on. Let me find the right thing. I got it. I'm ready. Romo, thank you, sir. Uh, New Jersey teacher accused of anti-gay Facebook comments. Uh, a teacher in New Jersey uh, has been criticized for allegedly saying homosexuality is perverted and breeds like cancer on a Facebook page. Uh, Vicki Knox, who works in Union High School in the Union Township School District, reportedly advises a student prayer group. According to the Star-Ledger, she is said to have to have called homosexuality a perverted spirit that has existed from the beginning of creation and a sin that breeds like cancer. Attorney John Paragano saw that the saw that the saw the post before they were removed and alerted the school district. Union Chief School Administrator Patrick Martin t- um, told Associated Press yesterday that the investigation is underway and this uh, is being treated seriously. New Jersey gay rights group Garden State Equality has called for her to be sacked. Uh, Edward Baraka's legal director of the ACLU in New Jersey said. In a statement, although we do not agree with the statement expressed on Mrs. Knox's personal Facebook page, her beliefs and comments are protected by the First Amendment. Uh, but he added, because her posting raised question about her conduct within school, the school district can and should investigate whether she is performing her job in accordance with school policies and state laws against discrimination. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, well, what, I don't know. know. I'm not sure exactly what you totally agree on. I agree that, uh, okay, she said it on her personal Facebook page. She has a right to do that, okay? Yep. I may not agree with her. I may not like her, but she's got a right to do that. However, should she be saying this in the classroom, then she should no. be fired. That's yeah. an and entirely I, different thing. And, and Sater, I'm, I'm actually somewhat close with you. I think it's interesting because one of the things that people are saying is, well, she put it on her private social Facebook page, which to me is like an oxymoron. Because 
it's a social network thing. And if she yeah. had filters to only people, if her filters are set to only people who are her Facebook friends or friends of her Facebook friends, I'm okay with it. If it's seen there for everybody, it is no longer a private Facebook page. It is now social media, which is open and available for everyone. My only problem with this, and I agree that if uh, I don't, I, I totally agree with the First Amendment and freedom of speech. What I have issue with is how can a student ever feel comfortable coming to her for something if they already know that to begin with? They can't. They can't. Correct. I mean, and that, and that. But at I the same time, she's not the. Job. She's not the only teacher in the school. Okay, and well, if she's throw, uncomfortable wait, wait, talking about it, she up. should say, I think you should talk to another teacher because I'm not yeah, comfortable. Say, she yeah. has the right to opt out. So, again, if she, if she's preaching it to a student that is coming to her, then, yeah, that, that's a problem. Now, let me ask this question because I think that it would be a little different. What if she wrote on her page, I can't stand those N-words? Or, say it bigger. Or, say it. Say it. Yeah, that's, that's her decision. I, I, look, I'm not. I, I, can't, I have no problem saying the, the word in this kind of context, except I get shit from my co-hosts, so I just avoid that that stuff. But if she turned around and wrote that out there, or if she said, "I don't know why we're celebrating, uh, why we condemn the Holocaust. Those Jews deserve to die." If she said those things, what do you think the reaction would be? There would be no question, because there's a moral cause. And she would be removed from her position without. I'm not saying she should be, but think of how the reaction would have been different. I don't disagree with you. I, I, I think you have a valid point there. I mean, she didn't even have to say anything. All she had to do was write the N word. That was it. If that was it, game over. She's out of a job. Yeah, but again, it's the morality clause. If there's a morality, a strict morality clause in her contract, then yeah, fire her. But I, I just don't think because students she's are comfortable. But then, now we're talking about a different sadness, the sadness that saying that Jews should be burned or that black people are niggers is, is a morality clause, but saying that gay people are a sin isn't, that's a whole different sadness issue. I think it's all the same. The other issue well, you get totally into, agree. though, is there's, it's yeah. all the same. I mean, hey, hey, don't compare me with the blacks and Jews. That's like it, again, for being the, the the token black on panel right now. <laughs> the wait, wait a minute, you're black. Yes, <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I like, need you to call me now. <laughs> the the N word again. I, it doesn't bother me. How again? If there's malice behind it. Yeah, don't stand close to me when you say it. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not a violent person, but uh, again, never, never say anything to me out of malice, and you're being racist about it. If you want to be racist, be racist on your own dime, not in my face, and not directed toward me. Because if I, if I have not done anything to you, there's no reason why you should lash out at me. But Romo, so, were born black. You did do something to them. I blame <laughs> his parents. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, the the other thing though, we're, we're not exactly making an apples to apples comparison here because race. No, it's not exactly. The and, same. And, hey, let me it's all, it is let apples to apples. It's just a different type. I mean, it's all discrimination. Is discrimination. No matter Can what I group finish? it happens. Please let the smartest guy on the panel speak. Can I Blue please jeans? finish? Go for it. Thank you. Because race and religion are legally protected classes in all jurisdictions. Sexual orientation is not. So it's not completely an, an apples to apples. 
The teacher could actually be fired for discriminatory behavior based on saying something about race or about religion. Um, and, you know, or at least certainly get in a lot more trouble than about something about sexual orientation. Now, maybe within uh, New Jersey, maybe there is a protection. I don't offhand know what the protections are. But it's not completely an apples-to-apples apples comparison because of that. In one case, we're dealing with a morality thing, which, as we have said so many different times, you cannot legislate. You can, however, legislate whether or not someone discriminates against somebody on, based on legally protected classes. Thank you. And this is what keeps us legit, because we have the brains in the room. <laughs> well, we all have brains. Because when you let ways. me talk. Because they're far more it's, better than us. It's, it's, it's a Skype connection, Blue, uh, David. You, uh, trying to talk it all at once, it, it, you, you're never going to get a complete sentence. Rarely, you're going to get a complete sentence. But I'm just sitting back and enjoying the conversation. You guys are... are Enlightening. So let me I don't. Just, and you know what, I, blue jeans. I don't disagree with you. You're absolutely right. It's just it's funny how the difference of different words will elicit different public responses. Mm-hmm. Really, where, yep. really where mm-hmm. I was going with that? Because do I yeah. think you should be fired? No, I think you have the freedom of speech. But if you're a teacher, let's and and anybody who's uh, let me put this out there. Anybody who's applying for a job right now, employers and other people look at your Facebook page. Don't give them the option. Keep it where it's restricted unless you truly feel 100% that you are willing to stand behind and whatever happens. Lock it down, folks. Lock it down. Yeah. And even then, I mean, if there's anything questionable, that's why I don't put my work history on my Facebook page. I don't even put my educational history on there. Because he was a go-go dancer. I don't need my church to, uh, you know, walk into my Facebook page. You know, we said we weren't going to discuss this, Joey. (laughs) (laughs) I shared the pictures with you, trusting you. I will never make that mistake ever again. Aww. Well, anybody else want the pictures then? Yes, please. <laughs> All right. Hey, I need All money. pictures and donations can be made to QSledge2000 <laughs> at yahoo.com. Oh, here we go. Take it away, please, Anthony. Yes, well, since Larry is going to be our designated financial person who's going to be providing me with all this, how, how, how much money have we made already, Larry? Absolutely nothing. All right, I'll double that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, if you would like to donate to the podcast to help us with our server costs, you can donate at thisweekingay.com and click on the PayPal button. Although PayPal is being a douche now and saying it takes a while for me to validate my money. Don't ask me why. Well, actually, I do know why. Because you're gay. Yeah. Who is money? But um, our money. But um, but yeah, if you'd like to help with the server costs, then please, 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 please go to This Week in Gay and donate. That would help me greatly. So, and if you can't do- donate, then please propagate the formula and spread the message by either uh, going and doing a review on our uh, iTunes page, or you can vote for one of these various podcasters for the podcast awards. For example, Mr. Joey himself has been nominated for the podcast awards. So You can actually vote for two of them uh, who because else? because my show is nominated for People's Choice, and if you want to give the other vote for GOBT to somebody else, oh, well, you can you. do that, and you can vote for us for People's Choice. Well, there you go. Is anyone else uh, nominated? I can't remember. No. No, okay. No, nobody on this panel. All right, well, maybe next year then. So, but yeah, um, and there you go. Actually, I did nominate this show for politics. I nominated for news. Well, yeah, actually. Well, next year, I nominated it for a flusher. What? Maybe next year we should get organized. (laughs) 
I heard. Yeah, I totally agree. I think next year we really should uh, we should not get a. Uh, I can't talk. We should get a people to vote. Shit. <laughs> Exactly. I've got to do Shakespeare in two hours. I got to get my mouth working. We should have <laughs> you to get people to vote for this show. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm done. All right. So next year, would somebody let me know when the podcast wars nominations are open and we will nominate this weekend? Gay, if we're still recording. By then. I just want to get through this season of podcast awards. Okay. I just want to get like, through this show. Jesus H. People get crazy. All right, brother. Would you please save us and continue with the next story about yes. New Zealand? Thank New you, Zealand sir. labor will allow gay couples to adopt. Yay, New Zealand. Uh, Arthur New Zealand's Nigel. Labor Party says, Go for it. <laughs> yeah, Arthur, where are you, man? Push for... <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead, brother. New Zealand's Labor Party says it will push for gay couples to be allowed to adopt. Although Prime Minister John Keyes has said the issue is not a priority, the party's rainbow policy document says it will modernize the law to ensure the uh, widest pool of suitable adults is lawful to, uh, lawfully labeled... Zader, you're rubbing off. Yeah, Zader, nice job. He's rubbing off. Side the point. Uh, Suitable adults is lawfully able to provide care for children in need. Although New Zealand can adopt, although New Zealanders can adopt, gay couples cannot. See spot run, run spot run. Others' promises include measures to crack down on homophobia, bullying in schools, and updates for uh, relationships and relationships uh, property laws. It was claimed that two Labour MPs had called gay. You know, I think we're getting into something totally different too here. Called uh, gay NP uh, National MP and Attorney General Chris uh, Finlayson Tinkerbell. Uh, Trevor Ballard and Clayton Cosgrove have been accused of homophobia. Uh, ACT's Washington, uh, Wellington Central candidate, uh, Stephen Welling- Whit- Whittington, has accused openly gay uh, Labour MPs uh, Grant uh, Robertson and Chauvet of of covering up all prejudice in the party. According to Gay New Zealand Com. Mr. Chauvet and Mr. Mallard have supported all gay legislation and did not uh, deserve uh, vilification. The only thing is, if I remember following Amarin's, the Labor Party is doo-doo over there. Well, this is where Arthur needs to be on the freaking show so he can educate us. <laughs> yes, but he wants to be with his loved one. Yes, I know. It's it's the this right, time slot's hard to do for some people, so... <laughs> Yeah, and particularly when they're half a day away. Yeah, or no, actually, he's in the future. So, yes, well, hey, oh, he's a half a day ahead of us. Yes, he's a half a day ahead of us. He's it's still the, away. He's in the future. The sun will come out tomorrow. Whoa! With a big ass echo, he'll be shouting. Yeah, where did that come from? You're just a day away. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Wow, even I didn't catch that reference. Yeah, it took a while to get there. All right, next story, please. Hurry, advocate. Uh, this is, it all this can't is one be brother, time warp. This is one brother wanted to talk about, Rachel Maddow, talking about. Brother, why don't you give us the, the synopsis of this story? Um, Well, I mean, basically, Rachel is questioning whether uh, the 
gay marriage is really going to be great for us and that it's just kind of uh, she's i think she's feeling that it's uh kind of destroyed the way the community and the lifestyle that we have developed already what do you guys think about that are we trying to fit a square pig into a round hole you can have open marriages i guess well, I mean, the thing is, you know, there, there is this whole idea from way back that uh, the gays shouldn't be striving for assimilation. They should be striving for recognition of who they are the way they are. Well, which is very interesting because we... I knew we, you would do this. <laughs> but you, sorry. Well, <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, Joey. Go when Joey. you say striving for assimilation, I mean, the reality is I was born of two heterosexual parents. I'm a human being. I'm not trying to assimilate into anything. I already am. So I don't think that all of a sudden this makes us completely different and completely different structured. We, we're not, I, I don't see us trying to assimilate. We can't, say, we can't say that we want equal, no different rights. We want equal rights, but yet then somebody else says, why should we assimilate into this other world? Well, I hate to tell you, we are in this world. We were born in this world, and we're going to die in this world. So we're not trying to assimilate. I think we're just trying to, I don't even want to say cohabitate because the reality is let's add it all back. We're all humans. You know what I mean? Well, and I, I don't to get legal protection out of the law that everyone else has. You know, there should be, other people should not be getting a benefit for property or taxes or being able to see their loved one in the hospital. Well, that's why I don't think we're assimilating yeah. into anything. Well, there's some people that probably could see that. Oh, if I'm gonna, if I have to get married, then I have to give up an open. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have. I to. I know a lot of straight yeah. people who aren't married. I know a lot of straight people who have open marriages. I mean, it's, I mean, the, the, the definition of marriage is not really defined by what people think it is, and the ones that do try to define are usually the ones that usually fail with their marriages. So. I'm happy. And I just know only. a lot of straight. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead, Larry. I said, and I just know a lot of straight people. <laughs> I'm kind of happy that the only gay cause is no longer AIDS. I'm yeah, sick of that being I'm the only thing we're that. identified with. I, I'm definitely happy about that. That that was that totally robbed us of identity. Know, almost two decades. Well, not only that, almost two decades worth of of progress. Really, I'm I just, mean, we were making good strides about toward equality at that time, and then suddenly, you know, AIDS hit, and it was just like. We've become the pariahs. We ha- we're almost being forced back in the closet again because suddenly we're, excuse the phrase, we're the typhoid Marys of our time. Well, it's very interesting to me because also you and also brother are a bit older than the rest of us, I believe. <laughs> and Well, no, I don't mean that meanly, but you've pro- I can only imagine what you've seen change in the gay culture, in the gay rights movement. I, I'm, I'm sure going back to the early 80s that you never saw foresaw in your lifetime happening what's happening now. Joey, how old are no. you? I'm thir- I'm either 32 or 33. Okay, so you, yeah, okay. you're about the same right. age as me, but I mean, we've seen a lot of stuff too. I mean, never in my lifetime would I thought I would be seeing RuPaul's Drag Race on TV. We, yeah, but you. But what do you mean by that? You saw RuPaul as a as a host in the 90s of a, oh, I know, of a but that successful was, show. But that was just but, RuPaul interviewing people. I never- and, and RuPaul's Drag Race is on Logo. So I mean that to me is uh, well. That's you you know what I mean. There's, there's. She's not on two four. Or I seven. never thought I would be seeing openly gay characters on TV shows. I remember seeing the one episode of Empty Nest where they discussed that, and the one episode of Golden Girls, and I was like, oh my god, they discuss gay stuff on TV. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Well, it was. But see, I, I mean, think, I, can, yeah. I can remember Soap. Yes. And Jody Dallas, and my God, he was 
a saint. He was an idol. But I think if yeah. you lived through what I believe David and um, brother lived through in the idea of seeing the AIDS epidemic hit and not knowing what it was, and it's the gay cancer, you know, it wasn't for everybody. It was the gay cancer, and President Reagan never addressed it. Do you guys... And seeing that is a whole different world when you see people around you being... or I, You're probably too young for that, actually, but... To yeah, see people I, being wiped out around you or knowing that the generation right before you was decimated. When did you- yeah, see, I, I, I kind of came, I won't say came late to, the, to all of that, but I kind of did. Because where I grew up was a very small northeastern Tennessee town. And yeah, I mean, for us, AIDS was the gay disease. I, I will say that much. That was, that was the, uh, the attitude around there. Um, you know, or you could get AIDS by kissing somebody, all the, you know, the, the, the bullshit stuff when it first got started. I really didn't understand the impact of the disease on the community and on the, the gay culture until really I was into almost my 30s. Um, that's really, or I guess probably my mid to late 20s when I started reading, you know, some of the gay history books and started understanding you know, all these people, all these creative people, uh, artists and right. designers and, you know, just parents, too. Not not just people that were, you know, the, the stereotypes, but people who were, you know, hard physical laborers like that. Just, I mean, not down in their prime. I really didn't understand that until much later on. Until it's I was probably also where you're from, too, in the country. Well, yeah, it was. You, I, yeah, I. I don't think I knew a person, you know, who I, I knew. Let me think here. I was probably 23, 24 when I met the first person that I knew for sure was HIV positive. Um, and so, I mean, you know, you can imagine uh, I'm, I'm almost into my mid-20s by that time, which also was about the time when I was coming out, too. So I'm kind of late to a lot of that stuff. But... Um, well, actually, let's let's save that for the next show because I actually yeah. I do want to ask you guys when was the first time you ever heard about AIDS, and I think that's a very good discussion. And I have a very interesting story, so uh, let's tail that for next week's show. And there's little Joey Bishop. Write that down so we do it next week. <laughs> it's a little teaser for next week. That was you, Sater. Errol Flynn. Actually, I have, I have it right down in the show notes. So, But last story, of course, that I want to touch on really quick, which just came out today, breaking news today, is, hey, the new Spock is gay. <laughs> we knew that. Yeah. File this into Ricky Martin. Really? I was it. I was thinking uh, the Kirk was, well, no. Nope, no, we knew it. You knew it? Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. Well, yeah. damn. I, yeah, I, today I, was I just a validation. Eyes. I guessed it. I didn't know it. I guessed is the new it. Uh, no, he's been known to hang out a lot of gay hangouts in uh, the new Kirk is not. California. The new Kirk is oh, not. Damn. Chris Pine. I wish he was. Oof. Oh, you and me both. <laughs> it's like okay. But Zachary, welcome. I'm so great to have Vulcan and a killer with psychic powers to join <laughs> our ranks. What do you mean welcome? He's been practicing. <laughs> he's official now. He just doesn't have a podcast to talk about his sex. <laughs> well, yeah. I wish, yeah. And, and, and God knows we all do have podcasts to tell about our sex. So let's talk about your podcast real quick. So starting with you, Mr. Joey, Mr. Nominated for Award. 
Don't mock me. Um, <laughs> my show is Cocktails and Cream Puffs. We put out a weekly show at cocktailsandcreampuffs.com. We're on iTunes and every other happy horseshit place. Um, <laughs> as I said earlier, and I know people are so sick of hearing this, right now is the podcast awards. Please vote daily. And I've already put out there, there's so many great GLBT shows that are nominated. And I understand if people have other favorites. So please feel free to share that with your votes with that. But please consider us for People's Choice. It'd be really cool. I think, to have a gay show win People's Choice, which is the top prize. And I think if all the gay shows got behind us, we could really do that. And that's pretty freaking sweet. But even more than me, I'm going to say, put me aside if you completely want to. Um, please vote for Greetings from Nowhere. For Amen. Podcast. Yeah. They are yep. an amazing yep. ally, allies to our sh- and they're a great, they're great addition to the gay allied shows. So um, vote for them, please. Thank you. You vote for vote for anyone except anyone out of Chicago because they win way too many. That's not true because comic book queers are for out of Chicago. Oh also. yes, there. Yes, yes. If you're gonna say it, just say it. No, NFL monkeys. I'm just kidding. Fall <laughs> monkeys aren't up for it. I just we need some variety. If if the same person wins, it's like when Murphy Brown finally took themselves out of winning the awards every year because she realized that she was not representing the people who actually were doing the work. And so she said, I'm just not going to submit us to be nominated. Well, for- but damn, it point. was a funny show. But see, that's also my point. People bitch about it saying, oh, the podcast awards, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. And the same people always win. Then change it. It's like everything else we preach about on this show. Then change it. Yeah. Then say, you know what? You I'm going to vote but- every day. For somebody else, then change well, it. See, that's a, well, that's we another. say get get everybody involved. That's Pride Forty Eight. Stay get your listeners to stay behind a Pride Forty Eight listener. That way, we change who keeps winning, and we'd rather be one of our shows than. Somebody I agree else. with that. All right, I agree with that. Amen, yep. Romo. All right, Romo, tell us about your show, by the way. Uh, I have a weekly show here on Pride 48 uh, every Thursday night at eight PM with my co-host Baloo. It is called Pod Cubs. Um, we're just saying uh, we just natter on about things that go on in our lives and in gay life. So a uh, great show. Uh, you should stop by and listen. All right. There you go. Uh, the next person to tell us about his life, his love, Mr. David Blue Jeans guy. And I really, okay, uh... really your love. <laughs> That's my apologies. David. I didn't realize what I was saying until I said it. So. Wow, okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Tell us about your show. Just getting the one-two punch all around today. <laughs> we anyway. love you, David. Yeah. Um, I'm going to visit you next time up in Michigan, I promise. Uh, okay, promises, promises. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, host of a mostly weekly podcast uh, on what is going on in my life and uh, what's going on in the world around me and what's going on through my mind. And... Um, um, I will be posting an episode at some point, uh, as most of you know, I'm in the process of moving right now. So, um, just be watching for that little spinning orange thingy on, uh, iTunes. Actually, they changed it with the latest release. It's now, uh, revolving circle. I don't know how to explain it. But... Yeah. It's a gray circle, like a timer clock where it just slowly fills up. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> It's no longer orange. <laughs> All right, brother, since you spoke up, tell us about yourself. Um, you can follow me on uh, Twitter's under Brother Santas. Oh, and by the way, you can follow my audio booze in iTunes under Brother Santas. If you just if you, if you don't want to listen to everybody else. And spell Sinatus for us, please. C I N A E D U S. There you go. 
And then we have Mr. Q Sledge himself, once again looking dapper with his photo on my screen. No, I thank you very much. Larry, also known as Q Sledge on the Twitters. You can find me on two podcasts other than this one and probably a couple others. Uh, the Brain Hammer cast and also Trick Brain. You can either look the you can look both of those up on iTunes underneath Brain Hammer or Trick Brain. Brain Hammer is about creativity and getting ideas out of your head and my daily life. And then of course Trick Brain is all about coming out of the closet, dating, love, and sex. I didn't know about that. I'm downloading it right now. Oh, hey, I got I got to jump in here just a second. Um, per the earlier remark about Ricky Martin with the, the whole coming out thing, guess who just uh, congratulated Zachary Quinto on um, on Twitter. Ricky, Ricky Martin. Martin. Ricky Martin. Yeah, he, says, <laughs> he says, congratulations, what an important step, much peace. So, very cool. <laughs> All right, and then last but not least, my cohort, Mr. Uh, Impaler himself. <laughs> hey there, I'm Scott, a.k.a. Sater69, and I host the Satersphere podcast. That is S-A-T-Y-R-S-P-H-E-R-E, the Satersphere. Or you could listen to me, along with Brother Sinatus, on the audio boo under Sater69. All right. And, of course, and, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you totally know uh, Ricky Martin wants to hit it. So. <laughs> hey, that'd be a poor <laughs> watch. Hey, I'd, I'd watch Are you kidding me? I want long. a video of it. <laughs> I don't do uncut. Oh, God. All right, so once again, thank you for joining us on this week again. Anthony, you can catch me on the Ashanti No Lemon podcast, and I'm actually be doing some recordings with JT and Ruman with Pink if you ever post the goddamn shows. So uh, go check us out at This Week in Gay. Thank you all for joining us, and we will see you next time in This Week in Gay. Stay tuned for Country Boy West on Pride48.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.